Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Sunday, April 10th. We are rapidly approaching the time of Passover, which occurs this year on sundown, April the 14th, and goes through sundown of April the 15th. In studying the Passover and Egyptian redemption, we need to keep in mind four important principles. First, it is both an historical and a prophetic event. Second, the events happened that happened to the forefathers prophesied to us what will happen to their descendants. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 11. Third, it is a deliverance from Egyptian bondage. And fourth, this is a picture of our deliverance from spiritual bondage. How is it that we get into bondage? We get into bondage when we sin. Whosoever commits sin transgresses also the Torah, for sin is the transgression of the Torah. 1 John 3, verse 4. Passover is a picture of deliverance from bondage. Egypt is a place of bondage. Egypt is a type of the world and the world system. Trusting in Pharaoh represents serving the gods of this world. Yeshua is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Yeshua is our Passover Lamb. Historically, the blood of the Lamb was to be put onto the doorposts. There is going to be a judgment upon this world in the end of days. If you don't have the blood of the Lamb on the doorposts of your heart, you will face the judgment that comes upon this world. The blood of Yeshua redeems us from sin. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bread Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Pesach, and it means Passover. Exodus 12, 1-15 Hashem said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark for you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first of the months of the year for you. Speak to the whole community of Israel and say that on the tenth of this month each of them shall take a lamb to a family, a lamb to a household. But if the household is too small for a lamb, let him share one with a neighbor who dwells nearby in proportion to the number of persons. You shall contribute for the lamb according to what each household will eat. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a yearling male. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep watch over it until the fourteenth day of this month, and all the assembled congregation of the Israelites shall slaughter it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they are to eat it. They shall eat the flesh that same night. They shall eat it roasted over the fire with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. 
Do not eat any of it raw or cooked in any way with water, but roasted, head, legs, and entrails over the fire. You shall not leave any of it over until morning. If any of it is left until morning, you shall burn it. This is how you shall eat it, your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. It is a Pesach offering to Hashem. For that night I will go through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. I will mete out punishments to all gods of Egypt, I, Hashem. And the blood on the houses where you are staying shall be a sign for you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, so that no plague will destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This day shall be to you one of my remembrance. You shall celebrate it as a festival to Hashem throughout all the ages. You shall celebrate it as an institution for all time. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the very first day you shall remove leaven from your houses. For whoever eats leavened bread from the first day to the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. Joshua 2, 1-24 Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent out two spies from Shittim, saying, Go, reconnoiter to the region of Jericho. So they set out, and they came to the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. The king of Jericho was told, Some men have come here tonight, Israelites, to spy out the country. The king of Jericho thereupon sent orders to Rahab, Produce the men who came to you and entered your house, for they have come to spy out the whole country. The woman, however, had taken the two men and hidden them. It is true, she said, the men did come to me, but I didn't know where they were from. And at dark, when the gate was about to be closed, the men left. I don't know where the men went. Quick, go after them, for you can overtake them. Now she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under some stalks of flax where she had been lying on the roof. So the men pursued them in the direction of the Jordan down to the fords, and no sooner had the pursuers gone out than the gate was shut behind them. The spies had not yet gone to sleep when she came up to to them on the roof. She said to the men, I know that Hashem has given the country to you, because dread of you has fallen upon us, and all the inhabitants of the land are quaking before you. For we have heard how Hashem dried up the waters of the Red Sea of Reeds, the Red Sea, for you when you left Egypt, and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings across the Jordan, whom you doomed. When we heard about it, we lost heart, and no man had any more spirit left because of you. For Hashem your God is the only Hashem in heaven above and on earth below. Now, since I have shown loyalty to you, swear to me by Hashem that you in turn will show loyalty to my family. Provide me with a reliable sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and save us from death. The men answered her, Our persons are pledged for yours, even to death. If you do not disclose this mission of ours, we will show you true loyalty when Hashem gives us the land. She let them down by a rope through the window, for her dwelling was at the outer side of the city wall, and she lived in the actual wall. 
She said to them, Make for the hills, so that the pursuers may not come upon you. Stay there in hiding three days until the pursuers return. Then go your way. But the men warned her, We will be released from this oath which you have made us take, unless when we invade the country you tie this length of crimson cord to the window through which you let us down. Bring your father, your mother, your brothers, and all your family together in your house. And if anyone ventures outside the doors of your house, his blood will be on his own head, and we shall be clear. But if a hand is laid on anyone who remains in the house with you, his blood shall be on our heads. And if you disclose this mission of ours, we shall likewise be released from the oath which you made us take. She replied, Let it be as you say. She sent them on their way, and they left, and she tied the crimson cord to the window. They went straight to the hills and stayed there three days, until the pursuers turned back. And so the pursuers, searching all along the road, did not find them. Then the two men came down again from the hills and crossed over. They came to Joshua, son of Nun, and reported to him all that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, Hashem has delivered the whole land into our power. In fact, all the inhabitants of the land are quaking before us. Luke 13, 22-14, And he, Yeshua, went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then said one to him, Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and has shut the door, and you begin to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he shall answer and say to you, I know you not where you are, where you came from. And then you shall begin to say, We have eaten and drink in your presence, and you have taught us in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last which shall be first, and there are first which shall be last. The same day there came certain of the Pharisees, saying to him, Get you out and depart hence, for Herod will kill you. And he said to them, Go, and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out devils, and I do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must walk today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which kills the prophets and stones them that are sent to you, how often would I have gathered your children together, as a hen does gather her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left to you desolate, and verily I say unto you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you shall say, Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. And it came to pass, as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day, that they watched him. And behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. 
And Yeshua answering spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they held their peace. And he took him and healed him and let him go, and answered them, saying, Which of you shall have a donkey or an ox fall into a pit, and will not straightway pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they could not answer him again to these things. Psalm 79, 1-13 O God, the heathen have come into your inheritance, your holy temple have they defiled, they have laid Jerusalem into heaps. The dead bodies of your servants have they given to be meat to the fowls of the heaven, the flesh of the saints unto the beasts of the earth. Their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and derision to them that are around about us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Shall your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath upon the heathen that have not known you, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon your name. For they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his dwelling place. O remember not against us former iniquities. Let your tender mercies speedily prevent us for we are brought very low. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name, and deliver us and purge away our sins for your name's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let him be known among the heathen in your sight by the revenging of the blood of your servants which is shed. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those that are appointed to die, and render to our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom their reproach, wherewith they have reproached you, O Lord. So we, your people, and sheep of your pasture, will give you thanks forever. We will show forth your praise to all generations. Proverbs 12:26 The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduces them. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion reading from Exodus chapter 12, and then we're also going to jump into Joshua chapter 2. And in Exodus chapter 12, verse 2, it is written, This month shall mark for you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first of the months of the year for you. So, the Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows, Rosh Kodesh, literally head of the month, is celebrated when the first sliver of the new moon appears. In this verse, Hashem declares that the Hebrew month of Nisan is to be considered the first month in the Jewish calendar or the biblical calendar. It was in the month of Nisan that the children of Israel were redeemed from Egypt and became a nation, and therefore God refers to this month as the beginning of the months. Even though the Jewish year, the civilian year, begins with the Hebrew month of Tishri, also known as Rosh Hashanah or Yom Yom Teruah is celebrated. The months are numbered starting with the month of redemption. According to the sages, just as Israel was originally redeemed during Nisan, so too Nisan will also be the month in which the final redemption occurs. So the final redemption, in our understanding, that is the greater exodus to come. That is when Yeshua will return and initially be seen as cloud by day and pillar of fire by night, 
and lead his people, gather his people from all nations, from all continents, and lead them on a three and a half year journey back home to the land of Israel. That will mark the beginning of his 1,000 year rule and reign upon the earth. The final redemption will begin when Yeshua returns. Now let's look into Joshua chapter 2. And in Joshua chapter 2, verse 9, we, we have the spies, and the spies have come into the uh, town of Jericho, the walled city, and Rahab, a harlot, is hiding them up on the rooftop of her home. And so in verse 9, she says to the men, I know that Hashem has given the country to you because dread of you has fallen upon us and all the inhabitants of the land are quaking before you. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. When Rahab speaks to the spies, she reports that the Canaanites are afraid of the children of Israel. They are well aware of the miracles that Hashem has done for the Israelites, both 40 years earlier during the time of the Exodus and more recently in the battles against the Amorite kings of Sihon and Og, as described in Numbers 21. They know that God has given the land to the children of Israel, and therefore they are afraid. Not only does Rahab report this to the spies, but she even casts her lot with the Israelites. Rahab is a prime example of a righteous Gentile, understanding that these men are representatives of Hashem's chosen people who will receive the chosen land, she single-handedly undertakes to protect the spies. The children of Israel are not the only ones who understand that God is giving them the promised land. The righteous among the nations also recognize that this is the will of Hashem. God gave the children of Israel the land of Israel then, and he gives it to them now as well. So she has them make a promise that they will protect her and her family. And she asks, because I have shown loyalty to you, swear to me by Hashem that you will show loyalty to me and my family and protect me and provide me with a reliable sign. And then in verse 14, the men answered her, Our persons are pledged for yours even to death. If you do not disclose this mission of ours, we will show you true loyalty when Hashem gives us the land. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. The spies promise that they will repay Rahab with true loyalty. Chesed vemet. Rabbi Benjamin Black in his book, The Secrets of Hebrew Words, teaches that emet, the Hebrew word for truth, contains a deep lesson. The word is comprised of three letters and requires for its essence the first letter, aleph, the one standing for the Almighty. Removal, remove the initial letter, aleph, and all that remains is met, meaning death. Without Hashem, there can be no truth. In its place, only death and destruction remain. And Yeshua is the Aleph and the Tav. He is the beginning and he is the end. So that word Aleph at the beginning of Emet shows that Yeshua is the one that we hide in. And he is the one who gives us life and breath and protection. So, very exciting in the book of Joshua, 
the spies are going to return and lead the children of Israel across the Jordan River, and they will take Jericho. The very first city that they take is Jericho. Now, as we come into the season of Passover, this year is very significant. Because remember, Passover is all about redemption, about coming out from under Egyptian bondage. And we have been living in the last couple of years under heavy bondage and oppression with uh, the world global tyranny, with the pandemic, with all of the forced lockdowns and mandates and masks and um, the forcing and the mandating of the jab. And so we... There's never been a time like this on the earth, ever. And many people have been crying out. Many people have suffered. They've lost jobs. They've lost homes. There's been tremendous suffering. There's been many people who've died. And so a lot of God's people are crying out for redemption, for freedom from the tyranny, from the bondage. And God sees. He sees all of it. And Passover is the season of deliverance the season of freedom, and it's not just, it's a picture of personal salvation, applying the blood of the Lamb, Yeshua, to the doorposts of your heart, but it's also the picture of the birth of a nation, a nation that was in slavery when they left Egypt, a nation was born into freedom. And so this is a very special time of year, and we need to look and watch to see how God moves and how he's going to deliver his people in these days that we're now living in. He sees our tears. He sees our heartache. He sees our trials. He sees all that we've gone through. He hears our prayers, and he will surely move. Expect it. I pray that you will have a very, very special Passover season as you prepare for Passover coming up in just a few more days. May it be very special and significant And may the Lord richly bless you and show up and be very present in your Passover Seder as you gather with your mishpocha, with your family. Have a blessed day and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Mareka Yaya Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Yisa Adonai the ironic blessing from numbers chapter 6 24 to 26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.